So Trish. Yeah. Instead of drafting a young quarterback, right? Got a great idea to bring our team to the Super Bowl. Let's do it. Let's, Let's do it. trade for Joe Flacco. I love it. That, that, Fantastic. That must Done be the, the exact thought that went through John Elway's head for some reason. I yeah. No. And you only gave up a fourth. I think it was what a fourth round pick, Tom? Was that yeah. it? Yeah. Fourth well, round pick. To be fair, it's not fully set in stone yet. Like it's, no, it goes through in a month because there's yeah. not allowed to be trades right now. It's agreed upon that they're going to do this. So it's going to happen in a month. Probably. Yeah. But no, not probably. Something crazy it could is. happen. Not, well, he, Joe he, Flacco could be walking around his house, right? Slip and break his elbow. Be the only thing that could happen. And I still think John Elway would take him. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Because they have to hey, Listen, from the original plan with John Elway with Peyton Manning to get him and win a Super Bowl, that worked out great. You yeah. got your Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Now they're trying to do it again. Uh, I don't think this one's going to go. Uh, no. I, Joe Flacco? I mean, to be fair, Peyton had only won one other Super Bowl before yeah. going to the but, Broncos. But Just like Joe. And it was but, quite a few but, years before whoa, whoa, he went to the Broncos. Whoa, 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 just like Joe. Whoa. But you can't even compare Joe Flacco no, and Peyton Manning. It's no, not the not same. He's not the same, Brett. So, the... Denver Broncos earlier today have agreed in principle to a trade that they will acquire Joe Flacco from the Baltimore Ravens in exchange for a fourth-round pick in this draft. This draft. Listen, from Tim Tebow originally to Peyton Manning to Trevor Simeon to Paxton Lynch to Mark Sanchez for a little bit to didn't they have Case Brock Keenum Osweiler? last? Yep, Brock Osweiler was in there too. Yep, and Case Keenum this year. What what are we doing? Denver. It's been ba- downhill I mean, since Peyton Manning retired. Paxton Lynch had, what, one bad season? They went, oh, no, nope. That's it. Oh, we're done. <laughs> he's 24. No, we can't. Uh, he's too old, uh, obviously. I mean, he's not going to. Is Paxton Lynch still a Denver Bronco? Now? Yeah. No. Free agent. I, I mean, I, Elway won't let anybody just progress and develop. Well, he's seen Joe Flacco play, and I guess he thinks that that's the guy he wants in his team. I'd rather have Case Keenum. They're basically the same player. Yes. Going off that, Case Keenum and Joe Flacco are the same player. Okay. In the past three years, here are their stats. Okay. Each player has played 41 games. Ooh. Joe Flacco has thrown 50 touchdowns. Case Keenum has thrown 49. Close. Uh, Joe Flacco has thrown 34 interceptions. Case Keenum has thrown 33. Ah. You ready for this? Yeah. Their completion percentage is both 63.8%. It's insane. <laughs> the exact same percentage. Case Keenum has an 86 quarterback rating over the last three years, and Joe Flacco has an 82.6. Ah. And then Joe Flacco averages 242 yards a game, whereas Case Keenum averages 235.1 yards per game. So, yeah, they're the same player. They traded for the same player who just costs a little more. Now Case Keenum's $10 million and Joe Flacco's $18 million takes up more cap room than, say, Green Bay, where they're only paying Aaron Rodgers $26 million. Well, do you think, like, they kind of had a different deal in mind when they took Flacco? Because Flacco's contract's kind of lofty. Oh, he only got it because he won the Super Bowl. I know. But I'm saying, like, do you think that the Broncos were like, all right, listen, we're going to help you out. We're going to take that player from you. But in the future... You're going to help us out when we want a player. Uh, it's not going to matter because, listen, if this doesn't work out, Elway's gone. This would be it. Uh, this is this is the last chance he has with us, I think. If the owners were smart, this would be the last chance. If the owners were smart, his last chance would have been Trevor Simeon. Yeah. But now here we are two quarterbacks later. I mean, if you don't uh, get rid of him, then he'll probably never be gone. 
at this point. Oh, because he's a loved figure there. I I know. <laughs> he did win him a Super Bowl. He won him two. two. He won him two Super Bowls. Oh, did he? Elway Elway brought him to like four or five Super Bowls. He lost and only won two. Yeah. yeah. No, but I'm saying like as a manager. Yeah, they're one and one under him as a manager. Yeah. So, but not not as the quarterback. No, as a quarterback, he's two and three. As a quarterback, he was dope. So, yeah, it's hard to fire a person like this, but Von Miller's years are just wasting away there on defense. That he's is, already got a Super Bowl. That is still elite. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he doesn't want to win another one. I know he does, but he's wa- his years are wasting away on a defense that is still elite. But the offense just can't score enough points. I mean, well, Philip Lindsay is a great thing that happened yeah. there, but you need somebody to throw the ball in third and long, second and long. I mean, to be fair, Flacco's got an arm. It's it's not the best. Uh, it's mean, not a Rogers arm, no, but it's, it's not. But it's still it's a mid to long range if he's lucky arm. Joe Flacco is the most middle of the pack quarterback. That's what I'm saying. In like, the NFL, he's not bad, but he's not great. I wouldn't call Joe Flacco a bad quarterback. I wouldn't even call him good. I say he's average. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he's, he's not he's not terrible, but he's not he's great. He's barely passable. Yeah. So he's I mean, 34 years old. He's old. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but you don't need a super young quarterback. Yeah, but you think you'd, you'd start developing one, or at least try to. Definitely this year, draft a quarterback. No, they're not gonna. They're gonna try they and should. do something with Joe Flacco. What pick does Denver have in this year's draft, Tom? Look at the draft order. Oh God, I hope the Giants get Kyler Murray. They're not gonna. I know. I want Dwayne Haskins. Well, it's, gonna, it's gonna be Dwayne the, Haskins. The rumor going around right now is that, that Arizona's uh, we'll, gonna we'll pick we'll him take up first. Kyler overall. Murray one, and then trade Josh Rosen. Yeah, and, and I've that's heard a where lot the Giants come that in. The Giants might take Josh Rosen. Yeah. Now, what do you think Arizona will want for Josh Rosen? Because I mean, at that point, he's just kind of like a hot potato. A first round pick. The sixth overall pick is what they would want. Broncos, uh, Denver's picking ten, so Haskins Dem- won't be there. Kyler Murray might be there. Uh, the quarterback from Duke might be there. Daniel Jones? Yeah, Daniel Jones. Well, But I think Haskins is going to be the top guy coming out of this draft. And I think uh, Kyler Murray... Haskins is going to go before uh, yeah, Murray? Yeah. If Murray doesn't go one, he's not going to go to like 13. Really? Yeah. Why do you think that? Because there's only one reason why somebody would take him in the top 10, and that's because Cliff Kingsbury coached him in college. Only reason why. Yeah. I mean, but you look at you look at Kyler Murray and you look at the season he put on and then the whole money war he put up between the MLB and the yeah, NFL. Yeah, but at the end of the day, he's still a 5'10 quarterback who could go back to baseball at any second, which does bring some hesitation to some teams because we've seen Yeah, but the same like thing that. was like said about Russell Wilson. And I think... He's been to like two training camps. I think Kyler Murray's top landing spot will be Miami. I think he will end up a Miami Dolphin. Uh, I think Haskins will go six to the Giants. I don't think the Jaguars will draft a quarterback. I believe they're going to acquire Nick Foles. There is mutual interest between the Jaguars and Foles. Uh, reported today the Eagles are trying to work out some kind of franchise tag and then trade him to Jacksonville. But uh, Who do you wh- think where that actually happens, <clears throat> I have no idea. Right now is the best quarterback in the draft. Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins seemed like the most NFL ready. But uh, Kyler Murray has the most, is the highest risk, but can also be the highest reward quarterback. Because he could could be Russell Wilson. Yeah, I see Russell Wilson in a lot. Like, basically the same player coming into this draft. 
What what pick did Russell go? Third round. Was he? Was he? Yeah, yeah he, he low, right? Because everybody thought he was going to play baseball. Yeah, but now he's basically come out and said, I'm not going to play baseball. I want to play football. Um, and a, a big issue with drafting Kyler Murray is his height. Uh, he's 5'10". Yeah. But there are sure. people who say in real life that he's actually like 5'9". Which is tough for a uh, starting quarterback in the NFL. Uh, Dwayne Haskins has the size, 6'3". Yeah. So does Will Greer at 6'2". Yeah, Will Greer uh, could be a late first-round pick. I believe that New England will draft Will Greer. And if somehow Kyler Murray falls to 32, watch out for New England drafting him. The dynasty continues. Yeah, I, I think Will Greer will be able to step in there and be what they wanted Garoppolo to be at one point. Will Greer is going to be a quarterback with, uh, especially that late in the draft, will be a quarterback with very low risk, very high reward, because that's basically a second-round pick at that point. Well, you say late in the draft, but you got to remember a lot of the quarterbacks that we all know right now were drafted like 200-something overall. Like uh, Aaron Rodgers was drafted 1-something, 130, something like that. I know he was a – Third rounder. And I know Tom Brady was really late in the draft, too. Yeah, 199th I believe Eli was late, too. Eli Manning was the number one pick in the 2004 draft. Never mind. By the Chargers. Aaron Rodgers was drafted uh, 24th in the NFL draft. Was he? I thought it was later than that. 24th. Oh, I thought it was 120-something. Any more more you want to go with here? No. I know Tom Brady was late. Yeah, 199. There you go. No, but I know a bunch of quarterbacks were drafted later in the draft, not not super early. Well, Trish, out of the two, two out of the three you just named, uh, we're All right, calm in down. The, in the I top just can't think of any picks. examples. I always see it whenever the draft is on TV. The, the, like when the oh, what, what was um, not Baker. No, Baker was one. No, I think it was uh, Sam Darnold. Might have been Darnold. Might have been um, Johnny Manziel. What what was Johnny Manziel taking? 17, 18? Yeah, no, twenty two. They thought he was gonna go first. And then as he was dropping down to, like, there was, like, sixth, fifth, they started showing all these different quarterbacks and where they were drafted. And they were like, look, you know, you know these big names, and they were all drafted later in the draft. See, they're they're all good now because everyone said, you know, Johnny Football. Yeah, Manziel was taken 22nd. And yeah. Quarterbacks taken ahead of him in that draft. Uh, Blake Bortles went third. <laughs> He's still in the league. And that's the only quarterback that was taken out of him. Hey, man, he was still in the league, though. He went to an AFC championship. He did. Yeah. <laughs> Derek Carr was taken 36th. Teddy Bridgewater was taken 32nd. Derek Carr was the same year as Manziel? Wow. Yeah. Why does that feel like it was so... It's 2014. Yeah. And Manziel's career is over. NFL career basically is over. He played two seasons and was done. He's well, that's because he now. beat his girlfriend, got addicted to drugs, and then found Jesus, and now he lives in Canada. Yep. He still hopes to make an NFL comeback. Yeah, no team needs him right now. No, but he will probably be a uh, back quarterback for Dallas because Jerry Jones always loved him. So how did we get here? Uh, Denver needs a quarterback, so they said, hell, let's take Joe Flacco. Yep. Um, I mean, I, don't, I just don't know what to say about this. It's awful. Yeah, it's not good. There's like no it. reason for I thought, it. I thought they would have taken more of a chance on a Teddy Bridgewater-esque quarterback. Or... I feel like this is going to start up another outrage about Colin Kaepernick and how he's still not in the league. Yeah. Well, mm. I think uh, I think Colin Kaepernick's better than Joe Flacco, so that that's where that lies. But well, we also don't know. 
He hasn't played in how many years? Yeah, but I've seen Flacco play, and I, I'm convinced there are some wide receivers in the league who can do better than him. All right, calm down. You're the one who was like all up in arms oh, when no, he got benched. Oh no, he should have played. He should have come in in relief in that AFC uh, playoff game. No doubt in my mind. Yeah, but uh, that doesn't make him good because <laughs> he's not. Well, Lamar was doing quite bad, and and he. He shouldn't even have been in that damn Super Bowl. Uh, he threw that ball to Jacoby Jones. It was so underthrown, it should have been picked off, and the defensive back just fell down. Yeah. Happens. He picks that ball, Denver goes to the Super Bowl. He was also the MVP. He was. Yeah, he had a good Super Bowl, but he should have been picked off, and they shouldn't have went. It's not what happened, You can say the same thing about the Rams going to the Super Bowl this year. Well, they shouldn't have. Yeah. Yeah. But they did. So what are you gonna do about it? Well, they still and then they. What you gonna do well, the about is it? One's a ref flaw and the other one's a player. And, and then, uh, and then the Rams showed why they shouldn't have been there, uh, putting up only three points. Yeah, well, I feel like the Patriots. You could say the same thing about the Patriots. They only put up thirteen. Uh, yeah, but they only let up three. I understand that, but they only put up thirteen. Uh, but they only that's put the up, most they've ever won by ten points. Yeah, that's the most they've ever won by in the Super Bowl. That's so sad. <laughs> uh, if. The New York Giants get Nick Foles. The world will explode. Uh, yeah, why would the Giants want Foles? I, listen. How old is Foles? How old is Eli? It'd be the ultimate beating uh, Brady machine there. The only two quarterbacks. Who I know, the right? Bowl. The world would explode. They can't be within 10 feet of Nick each Foles other. Nick Foles is 30. Yeah. Nick Foles is 30. Eli's what? 36? 38. 38? He's 38. Yeah. I thought he was 37. Ooh. All right. No, but news. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> You're basically going, all right, I don't like this car. So I'm going to get a slightly newer car. I mean, that's why you draft Dwayne Haskins, who's, what, 21? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. I, yeah you, go, you go 18, you know, 17 years younger. You don't go eight years younger. Yeah. I, and a quarterback that has consistently proven through most of his career to not be that reliable of a quarterback. And then he just wins a couple games at the end of the season whoa, every time whoa, someone gets injured. Whoa. What are you trying to Who say are we right talking here? about? Who are you talking about? Nick Foles. Oh, okay. No, no, I'm not talking about Eli. Whoa, I was about no, to say. No, Eli is a great quarterback. I'm talking about Nick Foles, who has shown through his whole career that nobody wanted him. And then he got picked up by the Eagles, and then he won them a Super Bowl. Somehow. I mean, have you seen Nick Foles' stats as a starter? I mean, they're not great. I, no. No, he's bad. Uh, the most, Did you see him at the beginning of this season? The it most, was bad. The most games he started in a season was in 2015 for the St. Louis Rams. He started 11 games and went 4-7. and seven. Yeah, that's not good. He threw only ten interceptions, though, but he only threw seven touchdowns. Yeah, but that's that's the point. Seven and seven touchdowns. One that's year bad. for the Eagles in ten games started, he threw twenty-seven touchdowns. Mm-hmm. That was two thousand thirteen. Right. He also threw seven touchdowns in a game once. Can you look yeah. at his Super Bowl uh, run? What do you want the playoffs? Or? Let me let me just hear his stats for that year. Like what? Uh, twenty seventeen. He started three games. Okay. Uh, and he threw five touchdowns and two interceptions. It's not even like he set the world on fire. No. And he then, did enough. And then in the playoffs, he started yep. three games, went 3-0, and uh, yep. threw six touchdowns and one interception. After the 52 season, they even had similar stats. Foles went 19-11 as After starting the for the After the 52 season? On the Eagles. 1952? What? What 52 season? Super Bowl 52. So, last season. Yes. Foles. Why couldn't you just say after last season? Why couldn't you just say the 2017 season? Seriously. 17-18. Anything you could have said would have been better Other than, than 52, because I'm thinking 52-53. I'm like, whoa, Nick Foles played then? 
<laughs> she wasn't even live, man. man. He had numbers. All right, go Jeez. read what you're going to read. Nick Foles, as a starter for the Eagles, went 19-11 to Wentz's 18-11. They both had a completion percentage of 62%. Foles' touchdown interception was 52-18. to Wentz was 49-21. to And their quarterback rating, Foles had 61 and Wentz had 60. Is that their career? Yeah. Those are career Including stats. Playoffs. Those are career stats before last season, right? Yeah. All right, to be fair, though, Wentz has played a lot less time than Foles, right? Because Wentz is younger. Uh, Pretty sure Wentz was a rookie like three years ago. Yeah. Wentz is 26. How many games yeah. has Carson Wentz played? They might have played like the same amount of games. Right, and it's close. Foles is way older. So, But my point I'm making is Carson Wentz is young. He's injury prone right now. Carson Wentz has started 40 games, and uh, Nick Foles started 44. All right, so Foles has started four more games than Wentz. But my point is, Wentz is young. He showed promise in his first season, first two seasons, and then he got injured. They would have won the Super Bowl with him last year. Yeah, 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 no no doubt. No doubt in my mind they would have won the Super Bowl with him. He was having an amazing season, hurt his leg or something. Towards ACL. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> Hurt his leg or something. I don't, <laughs> I don't follow the Eagles season, but... I was upset when that happened because I like Carson Wentz. He's a, a cool quarterback. Like, I think he's pretty good. Or, he is pretty good. Who yeah. He is, yeah. So, you know, Nick Foles is not – he's not the future. <laughs> he he won one Super Bowl. If the Giants pick up Nick Foles, that would be the stupidest shit. But what yeah, if he won not, a that's, Super Bowl? That's, that's a step sideways. That's not a step right? forward. That's – just dumb. Carson gotta, Wentz is also only 26. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. He's young. and He's got a future. As long as he can get this shit under control with getting injured all the time, he could be promising as a future quarterback. Uh, the Giants have also been linked to Case Keenum because Case Keenum had success under Pat Shermer when he was in Minnesota. Uh, Case Keenum is also 30. I Again, just, step sideways, yeah, not step I don't forward. like the whole drafting an older quarterback, although Case Keenum was a good quarterback. In Minnesota, yeah. not this year if or we could get, other times in his career. If we could get Case Keenum over Nick Foles, though, it would be better. I'd rather have neither. Well, Eli's going to play next If season. the option is Case Keenum, Nick Foles, or Eli Manning, Eli just Manning. give me Eli. I, it doesn't matter at this point. I mean, to be fair, Eli wasn't bad last year. No. no. He I, did really well. For the offensive line he had... And not having Odell for a good chunk of the season. No, but like I, I'm pretty sure his stats were actually pretty stacked for what he did. He was a passing leader for a while. Yeah, like he was passing the ball. Well, yeah, man, because they couldn't run it. No, I know. Well, and and to everybody who says it was just a dump off, well, they could run it. Saquon yeah, did that all the time. But who, to, ever, to <laughs> everyone who said everything's just a dump off to Saquon, yeah, I mean, if it works, it works. He's still gonna be able to find the guy. <laughs> yeah. Because that's not his first read. No. Yeah. But Eli Manning this year threw for 4,300 yards. That's a lot of yards, yeah. especially for the fucking O-line he had. I'm sure a lot of that was screens straight up to... Threw 21 touchdowns. Saquon, but still. interceptions. Improvement from But my point year. is, my point is, like, Eli isn't done yet. He's still got a little bit left in the tank. You gave him a good O-line, he could do something special. He could, yeah, he could stand back there and still sling it. I mean, he could make a playoff run. He, I mean, he's not losing feeling in his fingers like his brother was at his age. He had more yards this year than he had the last time the Giants made the playoffs in 2016. Right. So, like, you got to be fair to Eli. Eli's not And this was also terrible. the fourth most yards he's thrown for in his career. Yeah. I, he, he's stupid, right? Don't get me wrong. He looks dumb. 
but his brain just works football. Like, he's like his brother. He just looks at football in a completely different way than anybody else. And that's because when they were kids, that's all they did. Their dad just went, just, football! Just one more uh, factor, I believe, that goes into a little bit of Dwayne Haskins and the New York Giants. Uh, Dwayne Haskins has come out and stated that he wants to be a New York Giant. Oof. And uh, he grew up in Highland Park, New Jersey. So he grew up right here. I don't know right how far away that is from the stadium. Uh, no, it's not that far. How many minutes? Why, why are you doing that to me? Because uh, you said it's not that far. Clearly you were looking at a map. I was, and I know we're new. Oh, no. Okay. How far? <sighs> My guy. Um, how far would you say is not far? I don't know. Like, 40, what, what are we, an 40, hour? 40 minutes. 40 minutes? Yeah, yeah, it's not far away. Yeah, okay. I mean, how far away are we? We're not even... In, we're an hour? Dude, I can get there in a half hour if I try hard. Yeah. So, I mean, like, <laughs> 45 minutes, yeah. an hour. I mean, I know people who will drive an hour and a half, two hours to go to yeah. the game. So, you know. So, like, let's move from the NFL to the newest football league on the block, the Alliance of American Football. Huge AAF, guys, let me tell you. Concluded their inaugural weekend Sunday night in a thriller between the Arizona Hotshots and My the team. Salt Lake City Stallions. Gosh, that was the best game of the weekend. That was awesome. That was a very good game. The uh, whole I feel like all of them were good games. It's just it's the first games of the whole thing. Like usually the first games of the season aren't like, you know, yeah. show stoppers. They're usually teams getting a feel for each other, especially with this league. None of the teams really have film on the other teams. So they're not really gonna know what to do against those other teams. So they kind of just threw everything they had at them defensively and I think that's why and like the offense didn't know how to react to the defense because they'd never seen the defense so it's kind of like a you know we got to get used to what we're doing here I think the hot shots and the stallions had a, an amazing game well let's let's just take a look at the scores from the weekend the commanders defeated the fleet 15 to 6 the Apollos smoked the legends 40 to 6 the Birmingham iron shut out the Memphis Express 26 to nothing and the Hot Shots defeated the Stallions by the score of 38-22. to 22. Yeah, it was good. A few things we want to talk about here. One being our picks for the weekend. Everybody went 2-2 two and two except for Zach. He went 1-3. and three. Nobody <laughs> correctly picked the score. And that hit. Oh. That hit. It was amazing. Beautiful. On Barrow Vichy. Yeah. By uh, Sean Washington. Washington. Sean. Uh, my God. He almost took his head off. Imagine Brady took a hit like that. They would cancel football. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, that game would be That's over. That's it. It's over. Sorry, that's a 60-yard penalty and an automatic three touchdowns. Uh, and also, you're suspended. Uh, John Walford, the quarterback for Arizona, had quite the game. Oh, he had an amazing game. He was actually AAF Player of the Week. Yeah, which well-deserved. Also, Nick Novak for the Birmingham Iron uh, received Special Team yeah. Player of the Week. Nick four for Novak four. was awesome. Four for four on field goals. Uh, John Walford threw for 275 yards mm-hmm. and four touchdowns. Yeah. And lit it up. Rashad... Ross, I believe the wide receiver's name is. He was the receiver for uh, Woodford. He had five receptions for 103 yards and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. That is quite the performance. Yeah, no, both the quarterback and his receiver. Like, I don't know who's making who look good at this point because I don't know a lot about the team. Um, John Walford was throwing some dimes. I saw. I saw some of his pass. One of them was like a 38-yard touchdown yeah. pass, and it was 
right into the guy's hands in the end zone. It was wild. To every Jets fan who watched this. <laughs> That's jo- you're missing out on. John Walford was released by the New York Jets in August. For yeah, Davis Webb. This season? What? Wasn't that like earlier this year? In preseason, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's ridiculous. Yeah. I. <laughs> it was a very good game. Uh, and the scoring with the, all the two-point conversions, it, you watch down to the end, you think, hmm, they can still win. Yeah. Salt Lake could still win here. Oh, it was crazy. It was completely crazy. Because I just liked it because, like, it was a very interesting back and forth. It wasn't a shootout, per se, because there was a lot of defense and there were some good hits. But it was definitely a offense-heavy game compared to the rest of the games, which were defense-heavy, which I also enjoyed. I thought those games were cool. We got that really nice hit. We got a couple cool hurdles. Uh, you know, we got some really cool plays coming out of this league. And I think as it goes on... Oh, also, didn't you say it got more views than... Uh, it had the inaugural night of the AF had more views than the NBA on ABC, and that game was Houston versus Oklahoma City. Did uh, did you see if the views... I have not seen any up? ratings for Sunday yet. Okay. But let's just go through our AAF uh, Players of the Week, because we're right. doing that now. Yeah. Passing cool. Player of the Week, obviously John Walford. Yep. Said it before, he went to, uh, 18 for 29, 275 yards and four touchdowns. Just a beast. Our rushing player of the week is on the Birmingham Iron, oh, former first-round pick, Trent Richardson. Complete Ooh. beast. Uh, he went for 58 yards, but he had two touchdowns. So, yeah. very good. good now he, did you see that one he got where he just trucked through everybody yep. on the O-line and just got I, in the I end mean, zone? Listen. He basically walked in, but he killed people on the way in. Uh, our... Receiver of the week is Rashad Jones, who had 103 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, honorable mentions on offense, Quentin Patton, former San Francisco 49ers product. Four receptions, 107 yards, didn't have a touchdown, though. And the quarterback for the Birmingham Iron, this is interesting, Luis Perez. He went 19 for 33 for 252 yards, no touchdowns. Uh, he Apparently, he's already been contacted by eight NFL teams. Wow. <laughs> what? Do you know who? Why is he getting contacted but not John Woodford? I, well, all I've heard about is Luis Perez. I've not heard oh, about okay. anything on Walford. I'm sure he has. Yeah, but here's the question. Do you finish the season out in the AAF? I think yeah. if a team were to offer you a contract, you'd take it. Yeah? Yeah. Right away? Yeah. Now, do we see in the next couple of years the AAF offering more money to their players? Um, I don't know. Uh, I really don't. Because if they want to be taken seriously and be able to contest with – I obviously they're not going to put up numbers to the NFL – but if they want to be able to try to at least contest a little bit with them and keep some of their players and keep it entertaining, they're going to need to retain some of these players. They don't want to turn into a minor league. Because if you turn into well, the G League... Well, the, the, listen, it's in, it's in the rules that these players are free to just sign contracts yeah, wherever they want obviously, while still under contract. I think that's a great thing, that they're allowed to go, okay, you know, if you get an offer from the NFL, they're going to pay you money, we can't. So take it. But... I, th- this is smart in the sense that other leagues we've seen fail in the past. We've seen the XFL and the USFL fail they in the past. They go up against it. They try to go up against it. And they try to say, hey, why would you play there? You can play here. Where the AF is acknowledging, listen, the NFL is the superior league. If you have the chance to go play there, play there. But if not, come here. You can develop your skills. You can get looks by more NFL scouts than really you would anywhere else. So you might as well at least play here. But I feel like right now with the way that we've seen it, the NFL doesn't know – how the defense is in the AF. They don't know if it's 
compares to the NFL. They don't know if the offense compares to the NFL. So you can't look at either players and really consider giving them a contract. I think the reason we haven't heard about one of these players signing already with one of these NFL teams is because they're saying, hey, why don't you come out and do a practice with us? Or, hey, why don't you come out and do a practice with us? I've heard it thrown around, too, that this could be the alternative to college football where players would play there and and make money instead of going to college and not making money. Why wouldn't you? Now, but whether we get to that point, I think we're a few years away from the answer for that because it really depends if the level of competition heats up in the AAF. Yeah. Where you'll see players actually forego college and would sign with the AAF. I would wholeheartedly be okay with that because I I'd feel be fine like with that. I feel like college sports as they are now are I've I've said it before, not on the show probably, but I feel like college players are completely under not underpaid, but like they're not paid, which I yeah. think is fucked up. You're making money off these players. Obviously, you don't sell jerseys with their names on them, but you sell the jerseys with their numbers on them, which... You're selling the product on the field, and right. that's them. That's, you know? that's those players. So, you know, you're, you're kind of making money off these kids, and these kids aren't seeing a dime. Oh, they're getting education. Really? How does that education work out for almost all of the players who go into college and don't make it to the NFL? Yeah. I, or, or the NBA. Or not even they don't make it. They're seventh-round picks, and they get cut. So yeah, they didn't even yeah. get a chance to finish their college education or even if they turn do into finish. an NFL player. Like, you look at uh, these kids. There was that guy who was a car salesman, and he was in uh, the college basketball game. What the hell was that called? I'll be out here. EA made it for, like, two years. NCAA they made, basketball. I, I don't remember what the name of the game was. But he had to sue the NCAA because they had his likeness yeah. in the game. They had it on the cover. Yeah. So, you know, but he didn't get paid for it. Which is just mind-boggling. He used his likeness right here. And he's like, look, he's a left-handed shooter. I was a left-handed shooter. He's like, he's like 6'5". I'm 6'5". You know? And he's like, that's me. <laughs> you can't mistake. He wears my number. <laughs> and he's on the same team I was on. How can you not say that? That's me. I think and the main key for this uh, to become better than college football is they have to have an expansion. They have to have more teams. Oh, that'll happen. I feel like after this season, that'll happen. I think after the season, you see at least 10, maybe 12 AAF teams. Hopefully one in New York. Hopefully. I don't know. I feel like what they're doing right now is smart. They're going to places that don't a lot of, what was it, seven of the eight teams don't have established yeah. football teams in the NFL? 78 cities don't have an established 78 football 78 cities, team. sorry. They, they're doing the right thing. They're going to places that are like hungry for a football team. I think the next place we'll see a team is somewhere in the Midwest. I think New York is a very huge spot for it because a lot of these players are made up of local college players who went on draft. And you see these football hotbeds where the players are coming from, like New York and yep. the New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania area. And even in the, like the Illinois, Chicago area, you'll see players come from there. That's why I think you're going to see two more teams at least there. But other places, once you Chicago. get outside of the two major markets that are LA and uh, New York and Chicago, the two biggest football markets really. Because L.A. is not there, and because Chicago is a bigger football market than Los Angeles. Once you get outside of there, you're going to see a team in St. Louis. They currently don't have a team. You're going to see a team maybe in San Jose, a team that doesn't have a football uh, football team, and maybe Austin, Texas, even though you do have one in San Antonio. You might see one in Austin. I don't know if they're going to repeat states right away. Yeah. I think, like, honestly, I think they're going to go somewhere in the Midwest. Like, I shouldn't say Midwest. St. Louis. The, the West. Because if you go to, like, states like... If you want to do cities that don't have an NFL team, the ones that stick out are 
Portland. Yeah. St. Louis. Well, yeah, they had one. They lost it. They're still a big football city. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, like, I don't want to say North and South Dakota because no one lives there. Yeah. But North and South Dakota, Illinois, like. Didn't want to say it and these, then did say it. I know, it. but, like, <laughs> these places where there there hasn't ever been a football team. And they all kind of have to root for the Broncos because they're that, in that area. But then you're. Maybe a Virginia? Yeah, somewhere down Maybe. south like that. Could be could work. I think uh, I think Ohio would be a big one. That yeah, Ohio, Columbus, Ohio works. But you know, you, you go to these. They're they're basically doing this. They're Maybe going, in Oklahoma right. City. Because like I think, with what they did with Alabama is my big. That's go-to. that's what you're shooting for. You shoot for that Birmingham effect. Exactly because you have a place that loves football so much that they go to their college games. Granted, they play they pay like. You know, fifty bucks a ticket yeah. or whatever—it's really cheap, and the food there is cheap when they go to Alabama games. But there's so much pride for their Alabama team. The whole state shows up anytime they go on the road. There's fucking you know car lengths and car lengths of cars following them to the games. Now you have this this actual professional team that they can root for and they can get behind. Now, if it were me, I would have made that team crimson red and named them something, you know. What you, what, you wanted to be, basically just want to knock off with the Crimson Tide? Yeah. What's wrong with you? Come on. Birmingham Iron, although that is dope name, and they wear <laughs> some dope-ass jerseys. That black is just, ugh. So our special teams player of the week is someone we mentioned earlier in the episode. It is Nick Novak. Nick Novak. The kicker for the Birmingham Iron. So far, perfect in his AF career. Four for four for fi- from field goals. I don't don't think we can say that. Sponsored. (laughs) Right. Okay. Just kidding. Is how we fix that one. Our defensive player of the week is Demontre Moore. He had five tackles, one and a half sacks for the San Diego Fleet in their loss to San Antonio. Which is just. Uh, it was. The apparently league officials stated that they're. what they saw this weekend just exceeded expectations. Good to see. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed the rule changes that they had. You like yeah. the less flags on the hits and everything? I like that. The less flags on the hits. I saw that, that quarterback. What was his name? The quarterback for uh, San Diego? Mike Barovici. Mike Barovici. I saw him take the hit. And I saw Matt Sims take a hit that, oh, in, the NFL, that in the NFL would just be penalties. But it's just football. It's just tackling it. Yeah. No, because if you looked at that hit, it's completely justifiable why he got hit. He threw the ball. The guy didn't have time to stop. He was already barreling full speed towards him. And Matt Sims just got up like nothing happened. Yeah. I Got up on his knees, looked to see if he made the pass. Saw he missed it, went damn, and got up and continued playing. That's how quarterbacks are supposed to be, in my opinion. Like You're supposed to be able to take a hit and keep chugging. He didn't get up looking for a penalty or something. No, he got up and looked downfield to see if his pass got through. That's how a quarterback should be. They shouldn't be looking at the ref going, I just got hit. Why yeah, did I get hit? You don't, you don't want that glare at the ref that Cam Newton's famous for freaking out at the ref over hits. Yeah, Newton, Brady does it all the time. If well, he gets Brady, touched, Brady doesn't freak out. Brady does that stupid glare. Yeah, no, and, Brady yeah. looks at the ref, and then the ref throws the flag. So Get the fuck out of here. It was a great week of competitive football. Some of the games were blowouts, yes, but I looked toward this, the Arizona's Salt Lake game. That's what this league could be, and that was an entertaining game until the end. Yeah, it was, it was Which close. I, I just enjoyed it. I, being a I liked, fan, I enjoyed it. I, I don't know if you like this. I liked being able to see the ref in the sky 
That was that. That was awesome. Where where they would actually see their thought process. You could hear them talk. Yeah. The and NFL's going to steal that. Oh, they're totally they going to steal that. They're going to do it and do it better because the, the video the, quality the camera is kind of grainy. And the audio was, the audio was yeah. a little off. But it's a but, great idea. Yeah, that's a fantastic idea. Now we finally get to hear the she's talking process. it out. He or she. One of them was a woman. It was the woman in the San Antonio game. Yeah, and one of them was a, a couple of them were guys. But you can hear them thinking about it. They're going, okay, well, I don't really have a clear camera angle. Uh, I can't see if the ball was not caught or caught, so the, the rule on the field is going to have to stand. And it was just int- – you finally see what they're thinking yeah. when they're going through the review. Because, you know, when you're watching it at home, you're like, that's obviously blah. And you just have that thought in your mind. You're not thinking about anything else. When you can hear them thinking going, all right, well, I'm looking at these camera angles and I can't see anything to overturn this call or I can't see – or I see this, and that's why I'm going to overturn this call. You you finally go, oh, okay, that's why you're making that call. And it makes it more reasonable. And with someone in the sky who can call a penalty anytime and change uh, the ruling on the field whenever they feel that something was missed, you're never going to have – you shouldn't have mistakes like the, the Saints game. the Saints game nearly as much because you're going to have somebody watching the whole game from up above. And they're going to be able to see the whole field like everybody else. And they're going to be able to go, oh, no one was looking right here. I saw it. I'm calling a flag, you know? But it doesn't – I like the lack of penalties. I like the faster-paced game. I like the fact that commercials were in little boxes while the game still yeah. played on. I don't think they cut away to one actual commercial. No, no that's not their thing. The, the whole great. time. Not their thing. Which is just fantastic in my opinion. Like, you just keep playing. Do you have power rankings ready, Tom? Uh – yeah. Atlanta let's, should be at the bottom of that. power rank. Oh, I'm sorry. No, who got shot out? Uh, Memphis. Memphis. Memphis should be at the bottom of your power rankings. All right, Tom, give us your power rankings at the end of week one of the first season of the Alliance of American Football. At number one, Arizona Hotshots stay at the top. Let's go. Followed by the Orlando Apollos. The Birmingham Iron jump from sixth to third. San Antonio stays where they are at fourth. I'm sorry. They actually jumped up, passing the Salt Lake Stallions. To they dropped down to fifth. The San Diego Fleet dro- uh, jumped to sixth from the seventh. The Atlanta Legends fell to the seventh from the fifth. And the Memphis Express stay at eighth. I disagree with you here. I don't put the Atlanta Hot Shots at one. I put the Orlando Apollos at one. You said Atlanta Hot Shots. Uh, or the Arizona, Arizona Hot Shots at one. I put the, Orla- uh, the Orlando Apollos at one. Uh, 40 points scored the most this week, and they only let up six. We also got to remember who they were playing. It's a different team. Yeah, but still, they only let up six points. Well, the rankings yeah. had something to do with it, definitely. Yeah, I, I give uh, – I put Orlando at one. I put Arizona at two. I put Birmingham at three. I put Salt Lake City even in a loss at four. I put San Antonio at five. San Diego at six. Los, uh, Atlanta at seven. And then bringing up the rear because they, they looked atrocious. Christian Hackenberg was just awful. Is uh, Memphis in eight. Uh, that's, that's where I see it. So we're going to have picks on Friday for week two of the Alliance. Um we I encourage think. we encourage everybody to go out there and check out the app because it was cool seeing it real time on the app. Uh, you see where mine all the players Did yours ever glitch? No, mine didn't glitch at all. Mine glitched to where you could see the play going on. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, all of the other players were right there on the fifth, like where the numbers oh, yeah. are. Yeah, I had that. Yeah, I had that when they were making substitutions. Yeah. yeah. It, no, but like every player on the team was right there. Yeah. You're like, whoa, what's going on Cause here? Because they're actually doing where they have the 
they have the chips, chips in, in the, the players, players that's, right? That's so cool. Yeah, that's, I think the NFL is going to steal that too. too. But that makes sense because then you can see where players were, so that offsides, you know, and the whole not offsides, but uh, can't think of it right now. No offsides. Yeah, offsides is just like not. Yeah, you can't mistake it because if you see the player go over the line of scrimmage, granted computers get wonky, but. You know, if the computer says it, and then the guy looks, and he goes, oh, yeah, look, here in the tape, he's offsides. Boom. So, uh, just some other miscellaneous sports news. The NBA All-Star Game is this weekend. Uh, oh, can we talk about Harden and uh, Westbrook? We're going to get to that on Friday. Why weren't we talking about it now? It's fresh. Because I know John's not here. I but, know. But still, it's Russ and... All right, what do you want to talk about? Well, I heard some debate today, as I was listening to the radio and everything, about whether it was more impressive, what was more impressive, Harden or Westbrook? What do you, what do you think? The thirty point streak being or ridiculous, the or the double? the triple doubles I'd, consecutively? I'd say the the averaging the triple double over the course of the season. No, but it's not average. That's not what they're no, talking no. about. He just broke. Oh, uh, oh we're not talking about Chamberlain's we're not, record. We're not talking about his season where he averaged a triple double. No, 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 no. We're talking about most consecutive triple doubles in a row. Oh, okay, that one. He just broke I would that. say the 30-point games in you a think row. think so? Yeah. Because yeah. it's how, tough to put up 30 on a consistent basis. What, what is he James to? Harden? Yeah. 30. He's at 30 games? Yeah. I, I don't know if they play tonight, but I know he's going for 31 tonight. Ridiculous. The Rockets do play tonight. They are playing right now. They're losing 110 to 102 to the Minnesota Timberwolves. How many points is Harden have? Um, James Harden, 33 points. Oh, 31, 31 games. games. 30 points or more. Woo! Good stuff. What a man. Uh, but I heard that it, I I thought so too. I thought James Harden thirty one games in a row where you're getting thirty points or more is ridiculous. But a lot of people were saying the triple doubles are harder, so that is more impressive. I mean, if the streak was longer, I'd say the triple doubles were harder. It, it, but Wilt Chamberlain held it at nine forever. No, I thought that was for third place. No, he just passed. I thought it was first place. Or did he just pass Will Chamberlain? One second. Let me look it up for you. Was that it? Tom's on it. Because uh, I, I heard he passed Will Chamberlain, but still. Will Chamberlain was passed by Harden oh, was for he? consecutive 30-point games. That too. Yeah, no, but also the triple-double thing. That's the third longest. That's one was the third longest. Okay. So if he continues it, how long does he have to go to get to the first? What's the longest triple double? Oh, the longest triple double or the longest? Uh, like in a row, the longest triple double. Oh man! I know Harden's in first with the thirty-one games, right? The most with thirty points. That's not first place for most no? thirty-point games in a row. What is it? It's Will Chamberlain with like fifty something. Oh. Yeah, I. Jesus. Well, here's to Harden. Get fifty, buddy. <laughs> So we'll we'll look at more into this amazing. Did I say he'd have like five more games? Like yeah, that? yeah, you beat it. No, no, you said he'd have uh six more, 50 six more over games? fifty, and he's only had like one since. Since you said five more, added on to the three more you said. Yeah. So whatever. Who knows? He's still doing ridiculously well. So we'll dive more into that on Friday with John here because I know he's aching to talk about the MVP season that James Harden is having. He's gonna get it. Uh, Friday, no Friday we'll make our AAF picks for week two. Um, and Luka Doncic is going to get rookie of the year. Yeah. Uh, also, 
Bryce Harper and Manny Machado still haven't signed yet. It's because every MLB team realizes no player is worth $300 million over 10 years. Yeah, no, uh, that's a huge thing going on right now. Uh, the MLB does not want to pay anymore. No. They don't want to pay their players like they are. They have been, and the players are upset. They don't want to sign contracts because they're offering well, them reasonable money. For here's the problem. Uh, each player was promised by their agent they were going to be the highest paid player, Machado and Harper. They're staring at each other waiting for someone to make the first move so they can sign a contract. A little bit higher. It's going to be. This is going to go into free. It's going to go into spring training. It's going to be a whole J.D. Martinez situation, and they're going to have to take reasonable discounts to go play somewhere. I'm surprised Harper hasn't turned around at Washington and tried to accept their $300 million offer. Because yeah. they did offer it. I don't know why he wouldn't take that. Because right he thought he could get four hundred. That's not gonna happen. No. You're just being dumb now. Just go take the money where it is. If it's still on the table, snatch that shit up. Because there's no way you're gonna get better than that. So that's gonna conclude the episode. Basically, we basically went through everything in sports that could be gone through. Yeah, we didn't talk about the Devils blowout, but that's really not important. Oh, they lost 8-3 last night to St. Louis. Here go Mueller's first goal. Yeah, I, that's disappointing. He's been there for two years. Well, I mean, I think this season at this point is just a tank. It is. Like, we're just tanking. The, you can you can start to see the NHL teams that are starting to tank. New Jersey, Ottawa, Detroit, they're there. Somehow, the race in the Western Conference is very interesting. There are a bunch of bad organizations that somehow are competing for a playoff spot. Yep. So Isn't Anaheim not far out of a playoff spot? Uh, no, they are not. Like, they lost... They've only won two games out of the last 15 yeah, days I, or some shit like that, yeah. and they're still not far out of a so playoff spot. So let's just end with some hot takes real quick. Um, mine is that the Devils were the first overall pick. Ooh. You got one? Yeah. Uh, the Arizona Hot Shots are going to be the number one team in undefeated in the AAF. Tom? Birmingham Iron make the playoffs. Okay. Really well, we want to thank you for listening to this episode. Like, share, subscribe, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Podcasts. And we will see you on Friday. Yep, bye.